Made of old church bench is the thought that crosses your mind as you stare up at the tall, narrow double doors before you. Of course, that isn't strictly true. There's inlay and a round circle cutout thingy in the middle of the door, and it is a door, but the color, the wear, the smell, man. Church bench. You grab one of the doorknobs and turn it. And the door creaks open reverently. So, after a lovely Christmas feast, recovering you from your battle with the horrible wind monster, you hear a knock at the door very early in the morning, before the sun has even risen. Paco Bell just kind of like looks from his bunk to Jax. Uh, fine. Hop down. And when he does that, Hallie's gonna pop up and scrabble like a dog underneath him and just zoom past him to the oh. front door. Nine, no, I, don't open it. She got she, gone, she can't get her she can't get purchase on the like <laughs> slick floor. So she's doing the scrabble scratchies. She's like Tokyo drifting around <laughs> this lab. She's having this very dramatic like da, 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 as she's like cornering this shit. Here's over here like deja vu. I was being in this place before. Yeah. Yes, perfect. All I'll right. chase after, but I'll like trip over Spruce's leg that's kind of hanging out of his bunk and Oh, he's laying like under the bottom bunk. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing under there? Uh, I like to be down low. That makes sense. <laughs> pushes himself up. <laughs> All right, sense. Hallie, you're probably going to get to the door before him because of that. Do you want to open the door or are you going to wait for him to come in? Like you're going to wait for Jack to come to you to open the door. Think about opening the door. And then she'll start, but like very slowly. And then like also she like she's not she fucks up the etiquette. So like she goes and then like goes to the door, starts to open, and then goes, Who is it? And then starts to open the door again. As you are opening the door, you see draped in a sheer white cloth is the skeletal head of a horse wrapped with bells and ribbons. Am I frozen or are you all okay? Sorry, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You just killed at least two of us. <laughs> like, IRL. I'm over here going, like, this is why you asked us about musical yeah. uh, improvisation. This is the one Yule tradition I know I can't participate in. Because <laughs> I'm no freestyler. Yeah, neither am I, which is why I wrote all of my lyrics. Hacks. Nice. I'm a GM! Also, the argument is that this creature would have way more capability than I would off the top of my head. So we're just gonna meta it that way. Hallie's so excited. Can I like slide in, like looking back, still talking to Spruce, but just slide into uh, Hallie in the door? Yes, you may. Spruce, you gotta beat more people before you- You hear sort of like the click click of its lower, uh, its teeth kind of tapping one another as it kind of waits patiently for you guys to acknowledge it directly. Hallie's staring directly at it, looking super excited and expectant. 
How good of you to answer, I'm really in a bind with the state of this weather, and invited is kind. I look at Howie. What is this thing? It's, it's this, it's that we gotta sing back. What's back? Quick, go. No, we gotta sing it back. We gotta sing back about in our, in our house. Do you, Jack, do you want to roll a history check for me? Yes. There's a two <laughs> on the die. Uh, altogether, it's a three. You think that this is a ghost. It's a ghost, Hallie. <laughs> it's a fucking ghost. It's casting a spell on you. No, it's not that. Yes. It's not. No. Spruce, Pacobel, you are going to hear this ruckus. Oh, yeah. Spruce has already started walking in. Like, his hair is all, well, feathers are all fluffed out. And he's trying to, like, smooth it back and put it back in his little bun. While he walks in. Pacobel is in a state of panic. Uh, because I think as a bard at this old, he has to absolutely know who the Varlut is. So, um, he's <laughs> rocketing out of the bunk. <laughs> Full force headed to the front door. He's got a, a reindeer skull in his head. Hand. Okay, it's so... It's not in his hand. That's just his, his head. head. That's his head. Oh. It's also a horse, not a reindeer. He's got a, a reindeer... Uh, well, Jack doesn't so, know the difference. Uh, Jack, yeah. <laughs> so... The reindeers have the sticks coming out. <laughs> like the ones on our sled. Oh, so is a horse. Yeah, yes, fine. So Hallie will respond to this thing. And she, like, I'm just going to go ahead and say she knows what this thing is. She knows what to do. Um, so Hallie's going to respond. Welcome to our house. We stole it just last night, but you cannot come in because strangers give us frights. It's sort of like... You can kind of see it happily jingle that it has been, that the etiquette has been acknowledged. I understand you're doubtful. It makes a deal of sense, but to let me freeze to death out here would make me take offense. All right, let me let me try. We could invite you in, and that would be a lot of class. But if we do, and you try to kill us, then it'll be our ass. Oh, please, oh, please, I beg you, let me now inside. I'm certain you'd make the naughty list if you left me to die. Look at Hallie. Oh, me again? Has Pacobell gotten there yet? Yes, Pacobell's absolutely gotten there. You got you got there, like, during Jack's uh, freestyle. I'll step away. <laughs> Skidding to a stop, I'm just gonna go, uh, uh, I, We have no room for horses, skeletal or, or not. Uh, I'm sorry, but you can't come in. It would make us all quite fraught. If I'm out here much longer, I'll be frozen in the ice. To let me warm up in your home would be so very nice. We all look at Spruce. <laughs> it's the moment of truth! The moment of Spruce! <laughs> oh no! Spruce is just sitting there clapping along, and everybody looks at him, and he's like... <laughs> uh, um, it sounds like they don't want you to come inside this house but if it were up to me I'd let you inside this house 
out, Spruce. Did I do it? The creature is going to pause, clack its little jaw, and then it is going to turn and walk away, disappearing into the blizzard. You have prevented it from coming in and eating all your food and taking all your shit. <laughs> Spruce looks out and he's like, Bye, friend! You just hear in your head, like as it dis- like as it disappears into the snow. He's just like jamming to it. Alright, let me tell you guys, I'm an old one. I've been around for a long time. I've seen a lot of Christmases. That was the weirdest shit <laughs> that I was <laughs> came. Spruce is like, well, I just thought that was because I was new here. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I thought you said you were here before, or you remembered it. Oh, I don't know what that thing was. Oh, that thing wasn't near you when you were here last time. I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe. But I don't remember it. What if he knew what happened with you, Spruce? Fudge. Well, we just did all that stuff just to play around, and now we're all dejected. We better go chase him down. Nah. <laughs> All right, guys. The rest of this so- the rest of this uh, episode will be in meter. Uh, <laughs> good luck, everybody. May the odds be ever in your favor. Oh my God, Spruce just went mute. That's crazy. <laughs> God, GMing in meter would be a nightmare. <laughs> I just cast silence. <laughs> you cast silent night. It is also it is in meter. But now we must do it through interpretive dance. (laughs) (laughs) So with the threat to your supplies having been turned away so cruelly, you all have free reign to continue exploring the facility, packing up some materials, or just taking a minute to get your bearings and make a plan. I mean, Spruce is going to gather as much food and and uh, nog as possible to take with him. We're going to like try and strap a barrel onto the sleigh. All right, uh, add food and nog to your nice. supplies. Can I freeze some of the nog so she could like pack it in a bag? I thought it was popsicles. This is a disappointment. Okay, popsicles. Can I freeze nog? Her little deer tongue is going to get stuck to it, and then you're going to have like a really blasted deer to deal with. It's like when deer eat fermented apples. Oh, um, you can, but I don't know that it's going to be functionally any better than using the small barrels. Well, yeah, if it's not. Any. And if the circumstance would ever lead to it being warmer, then you would have a <laughs> soggy, sad nog bag, which is not a magic item, despite the name. Damn, it should be. Yeah, <laughs> the soggy, sad Always nog soggy. bag. The, the bag of perpetual sog. <laughs> Only carries nog. It's like a butcher's bib, but it just uh, eggnog. Makes it's you speak in rhyme, but you'll have a good time. <laughs> 10 out of 10, a dime. We're not being forced to do this anymore. We're doing this of this our own fun. volition now. It is just kind of fun. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Hallie's going to be in the kitchen eating through that entire barrel of carrots. You just hear a soft crunching echoing throughout the empty room. There's containers in this lab, right? Of what type? 
Because like, yes, but I need you to be more specific so I can tell you what you have. I'm looking for some kind of a bag or something that can function as a bag or that could be turned into a bag. There are going to be several boxes, barrels, and canisters. Not really anything that would be bag-like. Well, okay, DM, I'll see if you'll allow this. I'd like to uh, use an artificer infusion to make a, one of the boxes into a bag of holding. Allowed. It is a box of holding. Uh, and of course, um, I make sure that it looks like a Christmas gift uh, with the, the lid that comes off and the, you know, of course. So it's now a Mary Poppins bag, but it's just what Christmas gift The The box of infinite possible presents, yes. That's so charming. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Uh, just immediately off the dome. That's great. I've been listening to Christmas music for like the past hour and a half. Like I am in the zone. As soon as uh, Spruce puts down like a pile of things and goes to get another one, uh, I'm putting it in the box. As Taco Bell drops things into this box, you hear it like never hit the bottom. Just for everything. It starts making noise and I put it in. <laughs> it's got to have some kind of whimsy, so it's going to make Hanna-Barbera yeah, cartoon right. falling sounds every time you put something in it. Does it spray your yoing when you get it back out? <laughs> yes. Of course. If it didn't before, it sure as hell does now. And when you try to get it out, instead of like reaching in, it's a little like jack-in-the-box that just like reaches up and like springs out and hands it to you and then goes yes. back in. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so yeah, we're just putting every supply we can into this uh, uh, bag. I'm gonna look around and see if there's a toolkit that I can assemble that is like a scientific laboratory type toolkit. All right, roll investigation for me. 14. Not only are you going to find a chemistry experiments kit, with it you are also going to find a striped green and red sparkly journal with a snowflake emblazed on the front. It's very Claire's. So I'm cracking it open. As you flip through, you're going to see that pretty quickly, that this is the note of some of the scientists who worked in this facility. There's going to be a lot of jargon about different biological experiments and the creation of a Santa replacement. As it continues, you also see notes on uh, Grimchlin experiments and how they were used in the experiments of this potential new Santa. However, for some reason, nothing that, in, that used anything of the Grimchlins was able truly to be used in the experiments. To, and you see a record of several disasters that occurred when those creatures were used in experiments including notes of how the Christmas magic in the lab was sapped upon bringing some of the materials in. The Grimsling materials? Yes. Paco Bell was sort of standing at a counter reading this, and the further he gets, like, he needs to sit down. He's sitting down. <laughs> yeah. What he's reading about is uh, treasonous. And when he gets to the part about no Grimchlings were ever able to like, be viable or whatever, he like he's just kind of looking over the top of the book up at Spruce, who's I don't know carrying armfuls of peanut brittle <laughs> around or whatever. But 
Roll investigation. That's the roll of the day, apparently. Be investigating. That's a 16. You're able to see that there was something sealed in the back panel of the journal. Like it was papered over and resealed to make it look like it was just the back of the book. Oh, I've got Tinker's tools out immediately. It is a delicate, precise surgical cut. And then pull. Delicate, precise surgical cut. Delicate, precise surgical cut. Pull. Nailed it. Got it. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to open what was a torn out page of the journal. And it was something about the essence of the Grimchlings is tied to some kind of entity that they are connected with. If that connection to the entity is severed, their material may be used. You notice on this page, there are a couple of dried drops of blood. This was a aggressive left turn from the beginning of this episode where you rap battled a skeleton. <laughs> this game takes left turns really aggressively. I, I wanted to ask if I could do DNA testing, but I feel like that's a bit of a leap for Holly Jolly Laboratory. But it's a genetic testing site. You're not wrong. All right. Uh, I'm going to see. Can I do that? Can I do a science on these drops of blood? You absolutely may do a science. Let's go ahead and slingshot this campaign four episodes ahead. Let's do that. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, shit. All right. So what are you trying to find out of the drops of dried blood? So Pachelbel has existed in the civilian world, he, like the normal mundane world. CS Christmas scene investigation. <laughs> it's the dung dung, but it's jingle bells. Yes. Ching, ching. Yeah. Ching, ching. He has some concept, uh, maybe not much practice, but he's, he's an artificer, which is the closest thing to magical science. And then he worked somewhat in like Europe in the 1800s, 1800s and whatever. And then he finally came back home. So maybe he knows a little bit about tests that could figure out what kind of creature this was. Okay, so you are trying to discern from the genetic material what entity the blood is from. Yeah, ideally who, but at the very least what. If you're trying to find who, you will need a sample to compare it against. Fair. There is no Fair. way to magic it, and it goes like Daryl Johnson like appears <laughs> in front of it in like, it. magic letters. All right. Well, then, then yeah. At the very then, species, I guess. Um, but but then also we're dealing with magical beings, so I don't know if like sprinkling sugar on it and it does a certain thing means that it's this type of animal. Well, I you mean, know. you are going to need to take a little bit of it with a you know grain of festive sugar because it is going to be dried. I'm not going to go into like the whole like degradation of the sample thing because this is a Christmas Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Who cares? But it is going to have to react to various Christmas chemicals. And when I say Christmas care chemicals, I mean things like vanilla extract, melted tinsel, the sap of a pine tree, the whispers of a child's dream. Like if you use <laughs> these elements, you are able to discern. I need you to roll for a science. Yeah, I'll do that. That's 13. You are able to tell, while not all of the elements of what comprise this creature, 
This creature was almost a chimera in nature. A combination of several entities, if you will. That's enough to confirm the suspicions I had already. Uh, with confirmation bias fully recognized. <laughs> he just folds the paper up and puts it back in the back of the journal. Spruce is walking by and he's got like an armload of stuff and he sets it down by the box. He's like, hey man, I'm almost done. But he like, he had to pull a candy cane out of his mouth in order to do so. Um, and as he does, so he kind of slices his lip. He's like, oh! Oh, that's terrible. Can I, um, uh, come here. I've got uh, some uh, tissue. And he takes the tissue and dabs the lip. Poor thing. Uh, that's awful. Thanks, man. Go drink some nog. It'll help you out. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Put I appreciate it. Yeah, put some dairy and alcohol on that open wound. It'll fix you right up. It'll probably help. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. Uh, yeah, he tests the tissue immediately. You are able to tell that the blood is a match. That's... That's, uh, that's so crazy. Um... Hey, Jack. Yeah, sorry, I was just in the back room. What's up? <laughs> that was... <laughs> I was in the back room thinking about how wonderful our kingdom is and how it would never fall to treason. <laughs> yeah, I was Why have you thought of this when you were thinking about that? That's very strange. I was just getting so worked up about how we just need to save everything and, and our place is full of good. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, listen, I'm gonna go outside for a smoke. You wanna come? Smoke? When did you take up smoking, Papa Bell? Uh, just now. I've decided I'm going to. It's, you know it's really not good for you. I've never had a cigarette in my life, but I need one right now! <laughs> you know good and damn well it's a candy cigarette. <laughs> oh! Yeah, if you got some extra. Well, let's yeah, go. of course. Uh, no worries. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's uh, get, so, should we get the uh, spruce in and Howie see if they want it? Oof, I, it's the children. I don't think that's appropriate, really. I started eating candy cigarettes when I was six. <laughs> wow, that's very responsible. Uh, things were different than the old days, I guess. You're a great wow. old one. You were like, you, you weren't ever a child. I was never six. It was six every, <laughs> six years after I was. Yeah, like that's. Age is meaningless to you. Yeah, but you were already an old one at that point. Yeah. I was an old yeah. six. You get it. <laughs> it's an old soul. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go outside. So the two of you are going to go outside, leaving your compatriots behind to pack and snack, respectively. The old snack and pack. Uh, the old snack and pack. As you step outside... You know, drawing your candy cigarette from whence it originated, I guess. I was like, do they come in packs? Do you like crush it up and put it in like a little peppermint pipe? Like, I don't know how you do this. Yeah. <laughs> you roll your, your candy <laughs> cigarette, you light it with a coal. As you step out and you take this like deep breath to have this conversation with Jack, you notice that the snowfall. Is beginning to dissipate. 